0: Um, it taught me chestnut checkers, mm-hmm. and, and what it's done now is when I deal with people in other aspects of business, mm-hmm. they don't realize you're dealing with someone that deals with people every day. Right. So I know you're lying. <laughs> like I like like I I know you're lying. Yeah. Are you ready? We're gonna run the play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to so come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. You know what it's like? Every day fixing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up broken the most. but still being devoted the most? Do you know what it's like? Yeah. That's what the journey's about.
1: Yeah, show you. What's going on, y'all? This is Justin Owens. We're back, the runner play show. We give you the top plays when it comes to business, when it comes to leadership, entrepreneurship. We're talking about communication, branding. We talk about it all. Today. <laughs> I've got a really, really close friend of mine. It actually started off as just a mentor-mentee relationship. I was literally just trying to grow as a speaker and communicator. And then that's developed probably over the last, I don't know, decade plus into a great friendship. But a wealth of knowledge, really, really large personality. (laughs) Very funny. (laughs) But a wise, wise businessman. My brother Brian Bean. How
0: yes, sir. Doing? I'm ready to run the plate, man. Hey, man, you know, I appreciate I love here, what you got going on. Thank man. you, bro. I'm gonna brag on you through the whole thing. You. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: First of all, you know, shout out to you. You know, you've had a lot of success, and you know, Jay Z says it like, you know, if a person can have success one year, or two years, it's, it's called being hot, right? Right. But but if you can do it a long period of time, yeah. that that's when you start measuring a person's greatness. And so for you to be able to do it. Decade after decade. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't mean like
0: that. <laughs> but for you to go ahead and add one more after decade. One more, I stopped. <laughs>
1: but, you know, but for you to be able to no, make those adjustments you. and pivots, you yeah. know, I think it says a lot about you because I've seen some people, believe it or not, you can, you can tell by the way they dress, by the way they talk, by the way they train. They're still stuck in the generation. Absolutely. So, like, oh, you still in nineteen ninety? Right. We're doing it different now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so just, you know, I wanna say shout out to you for that because no, you continue thank you, man. to evolve. And I think that's what it's about, is continuing to grow as a person. So you've you've been evident in that and you know, obviously speaking across the
0: world, you know, it's been it's been a magical, yes, sir, and exciting to watch. Yes, sir. I mean either either I started really young or I'm really old. Okay. <laughs> so... Think it's a combination of both. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, it's been twenty five years. Twenty five years of speaking on stages all over the world. Wow, twenty five wow, yeah. years from from network marketing to um, showing people how to save, make and grow money to um, showing people how to change their mindset to animal instincts. To yes, yeah, so I've been able to pivot, man. And yeah. uh, I watch wow. people like you. Yeah, I watch true. people like you and say, what would Jo do? <laughs> Well, first thing he would, he would say, "Follow me," on you know. So yeah, I watch you, man. I watch a lot of you guys, and I'm proud of y'all, man. I, you, I tell bro. everybody that that I knew coming up, that was younger than me. You know, I say I'm proud of you, and I mean that not because I'm older, but just because you guys are the new wave. You know, people my generation started, and hopefully showed you guys that people who look like us on stage is possible. Yeah, for you sure. know what I'm saying. Then for you know, for every Les Brown that it was inspired, Brian Bean. Brian Bean, hopefully, inspired of Justin Owens. So, you know, we're supposed to keep that, that torch going. Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That's what it's about. That's really what the show's about, is being able to take those lessons and, and really pay it forward. Yep. You yep. know, because yep. I think what's interesting about this time that we live in now, is like, you know, you think about, you know, I even think about past me, but, like, you know, think about your 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 child being able to look back 30 years of videos and be like, dang, that's how my, that's how my grandfather... Well, my great grandfather did it, you know. Did it, yeah. Like, and, I, and you get a chance to, to hear their thought process, and, and like we didn't have that, yeah, I mean, not you at get all. Some pictures, maybe pull right around. <laughs> it's your grandfather. Oh man, he we can't nice. hear him or not. You, But you can hear him. You yeah. Can see, and it's like, yeah. and so we've actually, I don't think in, in life really lived, lived in a generation where the average ordinary person can mm-hmm. have that, where you can just put out your thoughts, and you know, the generation after generation after generation can still hear how
0: you know you were thinking in, in, in your philosophy. And that's a great way to look at it. You know, I call it time hopping. You know. We're the, you're right. We're probably the first generation where we are so our steps and journeys are documented yeah. for somebody to be able to look back on. It may be a little grainy, yeah. But, yeah. but you know, I got to well, see. even for our parents, we it's even for like our parents, pictures, pictures. That's it. We don't. would. We would we VCR to DVD mm-hmm. to now we streaming yeah. to now. We, you know. So yeah, absolutely, man. I, I love the fact that we're young enough to appreciate the technology because that's why we work so hard to archive as much of it as we can. Yeah. So if something. Happens to us, God forbid. We got a whole catalog yeah. that outlive us. You know, yeah, it's important. Yeah,
1: I, I know you talked about network marketing, and I want to touch on that um, probably a little later on the show. Yeah, um, because I think it. Well, actually, we could talk about it now because I think it's a it's a form of business that a lot of people misunderstand. Oh yeah, right? big time. Like, oh, it's, it's you know one of those things, and I'm like, but yeah. you know, I for me because I and even for you, I know at this point you've invested a lot of money into other traditional businesses. Absolutely. And I'm like, listen, for the average person to start, this is this night for the this ain't for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, you know, no, you know, not at all. And I, I think with you know network marketing direct sales whether it's an affiliate program or you know home-based business whatever it is the ability to be able to start off with a low level of entry yes like I look, some it's funny because I was like, man, I used to be in companies it'd be like 140 a month. And I used to be like, man, this is expensive, man. <laughs> right? And then you know, like, like first, my brother just sent me an invoice for one of the trucks we got yesterday. It was like sixty five hundred dollars. We had to do some registration that was eight thousand. Eight thousand dollars, like, yeah. That that one forty ain't sounding too bad Not, right now. Yeah, so
0: man. I know that's initially where you got your start. Network marketing. Right. Yes. So what what was the thing that attracted you to it? Honestly. I, I never, heard, I was 19 years old. It was a mistake how I actually got in the industry. The mm-hmm. gentleman that came through my mom's kitchen was talking to my mom about it. Wow. And I tell people all the time, anybody that knows my mom, she she ain't the one. She <laughs> She's not going to do it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a knock against her. She just don't have the patience. Yeah. And she's not going to go out there and talk to people. Mm-hmm. She's just not the one. But I heard two words i never forget. Residual income. Hmm. And to any networkers or aspiring networkers that's watching, you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. Yeah. All I heard was every time we pay our phone bills, we get paid. It's called residual income. This is back in 1996. Every time we pay our phone bills, we get paid. And I'm walking through. I might have been eating a ham sandwich. I'm 19. I was like, what? Wow. He was like, yeah, man. You know, we get paid. It's called residual income. You know, you, you do something one time, you get paid over and over again. From that point forward. I promise you, I retired when I was 22. So when I was 19, I started. Three years later, I fired my boss, and I've never worked since. Wow. That one term, residual income, and the explanation of doing something one time and getting paid over and over again, I started making parallels. Hmm. I'm like, okay, an actor can do a movie and he can get it. Yeah, uh, a, a musician can do a song. Or a rapper can do something. They can get it. How am I going to get it? I can't sing. I can't act. You know, where's my residual income <laughs> going to come from? Yeah, that's a good question. Man, I said, I'm not going to lie to you. I was too young to believe, and I was too naive and young to believe that it wasn't possible. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So th- I didn't have a yeah, voice can, telling me yeah. I couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. what is that? Is it a pyramid? I ain't mm-hmm. know that. I was like, that just makes sense. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I bring in some people, and they get some people, yeah. and they get some people, and I get paid off all these people. Yeah. I was too naive to think that that didn't make sense. It's when you get older that you start talking yourself out of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, man, 25 years later, I'm still getting residuals. Hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Jay-Z said it best. Back then, I was crazy straight. Yeah. I'm still getting money from things I did in 88. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. yeah. Uh,
1: what is one thing you hate
0: about network marketing? What I hate about it, honestly, I hate that. The startup being so low in most companies brings that mentality with it mm-hmm. for people who claim they want to make so much more. Yeah, That's yeah. what I don't like about it. Yeah. I don't like how everybody wants the house on the hill, the mansions, the land, the plane, and the yacht. And the first thing out of their mouth is, now how do I make this part free? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, 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 does the 119, yeah. the 149, yeah. does the 219 go yeah. away if three for free? Yeah. It, uh, that's the part I don't like about it is getting you to see that champagne tastes and beer money, you got to overcome that fast. Yeah. It's a business. You have to invest more than this initial startup. Mm-hmm. You got to invest in your mind, you have to invest in your training. But I don't like how people expect so much and want to give so little. Yeah, it's the mentality, and that's why I spend eighty-five to ninety percent of my time working on your mindset. Because yeah. the money's not gonna come if you don't change the way you think. Yeah, yeah. that's what I hate about it. Yeah. I, I think for me,
1: I hate the transition periods oh. when people switch up on. Ain't no loyalty. No like, oh, but it like, should be. You know, but for me, it's like it's. It's just business, yeah, right. And it's like, I'm, one for me, I, I do a lot more stuff outside of There's some people recently they don't follow me. I was like, oh, you, make sure you stay there, yeah, right, because
0: <laughs> you you missed a huge opportunity oh, to work it, with you outside of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's and, crazy. And there's, there's been
1: some people they mess with. Me, hey man, you do this from my like, no, but like, you no if you if you can't. Rock with me publicly. They don't ask me for no favors on the side. On the side. But it's because, like, this is relationship marketing. Correct. But people don't understand how to maintain relationships. And I understand, like, there's sometimes where it's like, all right, let me, a little I, I let you do your thing for a little while, but I still got you. But I think a lot of times people don't, they don't have that same feeling from like corp, like corporate America, they'll send you away a lot of times. Oh, Brian's been here for ten years, and he's going to Coca-Cola. <laughs> We're
0: right. throw him a, party, you know? a party. They look at it like a cool yeah, lateral yeah. move it's over like, here. No, it's like,
1: oh no, it's personal.
0: Yeah, Don't it's personal.
1: Me. And then it's like man, why? But why is that?
0: And, and it's because it's because that person was wrapped up in your dream, your ideal. I'm not saying it's right. What happens is most people in network marketing have never seen that type of success mm-hmm. at certain levels. Yeah. So when they start making 10,000, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000, 60,000 a month and then you decide for a lot of different reasons that people don't understand at a high level, mm-hmm. we don't just move, something typically happens yeah. that we're making a move to protect us all. Yeah. But when you make that move, their goals, dreams and aspirations were wrapped up in their first run. Yeah. There's a reason a bank gives a college student a credit card. It's because the, the credit card is saying, we're the first to believe in you. So if I can give you a credit card your freshman year, mm-hmm. studies show you will a bank with me for life. Oh, wow. Because I'm the first person that believes in you. True. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Chase, now, nah, Chase, when I didn't have nothing, Chase gave me yep. $500 credit card. Mm-hmm. So what happens is because a lot of times the, their first experience was so great, Changing it means you're disloyal to my goals and dreams. Mm. So they can't ride with you no more. Even though you're the person that got them there. Now. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have made eighty thousand a month without me. You wouldn't mm. have made forty thousand a month without me. But now you think I'm going to make a bad decision when I actually have more to lose than you. So the emotions get involved. Mm-hmm. So when you make a when you make a move and everybody's not with it, it's typically because one or two things. One, they can't do it again. Yeah. That's usually what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they can't they can't build twice, so they got to get mad at somebody. That somebody's going to be the person who's making the move. Yeah. Or two, they're loyal to the first opportunity mm-hmm. that gave them a chance, yeah. like giving a freshman a visa yeah. when he's six, uh, 18 years old. Yeah, Yeah. and yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think, and I think that's something that has to change. I think the other thing I think has to change, and I think it has to change with the people in the industry for the owners to change it. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, like sometimes you're like you bring the customers they be like those are our customers bro. oh yeah
0: no no no, no. you no, didn't do no, did, no, no presentation no, <laughs> no, no, no. you <laughs> didn't have this database before me <laughs> he didn't, he <laughs> didn't know these <this> people <laughs> not these <even> young <laughs> no, like, why, you, why, you, why don't you call why don't you do something exactly like, and so I'm like I hate that
1: I, I'm with I'm with the I, and I understand it right but I'm just like I think I think there has to be a better way to um position it. Yes. To where it's like it's more of a a fair thing. And I think some companies have started to do it the right way and and owners have, have started to adjust. But I think the change is going to come from people.
0: Yes. It and always that, does.
1: Because it's, it's when people, when, when owners start realizing, well, you can't control people by this stuff.
0: No, right? no, you because, can't. Because You'll people are getting them.
1: smarter. They understand how to build brands. They understand how to how to leverage themselves. And it's like, now I choose to build this business. With you. I choose to be a part of this, but I don't have to. Right. And and that's a dynamic I don't think existed before. 10 years ago. No. 15 years ago, it's like, oh, no, you need this
0: check, so we own you. Yeah. And it's like, well, not really, no. and, and social media makes the world smaller. Yeah. See, all these owners, these owners, a lot of times haven't adjusted to the new things that are going on. Exactly. Social media makes the world smaller, and note marketing is a little more difficult to build these days because, because of social media, everybody's distracted. Yeah, and we always forget that people post their best moments; they don't post their worst moments, That's, right? So when you when you're busy building something and you see such 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 over here, made twenty five thousand, and just the mere fact that you looked. It can take you away mentally from what you're doing. Right. So it's a, it's, you have to be really, really rooted in personal growth and self development and the things that you feel like are gonna benefit your family long term Mm -hmm. or these founders and social media and looking left to right would distract you. You know what I mean? I I would not have had the success I had today if I chased everything that everybody else was chasing. Yeah. You know, and I ain't. I ain't struck out yet, Jay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've I, 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 I quite well. I had, a, I had some good runs. Yeah. I like, what,
1: what what is the best thing that you've learned from network marketing?
0: How to um, play chess, not checkers. Hmm. Okay. Talk I've learned how to play chess, not checkers. You taught me how to play chess, by the way. I know, and you end up beating me like every time. <laughs> I learned after playing with you, I might see a better teacher. Uh, once I show you how the pieces move, and once I show you the, the, the uh, concept of the game, don't ask me for no strategies. But you know, but you beat you, me you a whole bunch of times. I beat you a whole bunch of times. I, okay, I got to figure this out. And problem. look, when, once you start beating me over and over and over, I was like, okay, Jada turned the corner, <laughs> and I closed my account. <laughs> No, we gotta play again. My job. But you got really good, man. But no, no marketing, I forgot I taught you how to play chess. That's funny. It um it taught me chestnut checkers. Mm -hmm. And and what it's done now is when I deal with people in other aspects of business, Mm -hmm. they don't realize you're dealing with someone that deals with people every day. Right. So I know you're lying. (laughs) Like, I like like, I I know you're lying. Like I know your ego is big. Mm-hmm. I know that um you're hurt by something in the past and, and in this in this conversation you're trying to take it out on me. Yeah. So what it's what it's taught me how to do is control my emotions and what I allow myself to absorb from other people. Cause when you're in no marketing, you you become your organization's pastor, yeah. philosopher, mm-hmm. mentor, coach, trainer, Friend, uncle, nephew, yeah. brother, in-law, you become all these things. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you you learn how to deal with multiple people on multiple different levels. Mm-hmm. So here's this person in another line of work mm-hmm. that doesn't know he's dealing with a person that's been dealing with people directly for 25 years. Right. And you think, I don't I have I've met you people like you. 2,000 times. Yeah. So what note marketing has taught me is how to deal with different personalities, relieve myself of a lot of stress, mm-hmm. and overcome and, and have high conflict resolution skills. Yeah. 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 Or, or not even get... That and martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. That and martial arts. Martial arts has kept me out of more trouble. You've been with me on one occasion for sure. Mm-hmm. You've seen me respond on another occasion that yeah. we talked about, but... It, <laughs> that that i honestly regret <laughs> but uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, <Gamala. laughs> When an ad come out, when I do like this, that does not mean I'm not ready. But um but no, it just taught me how to deal. It's it's increased my conflict resolution skills for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. I think I think definitely communication for me. I, I I would say I learned to stay off of the emotional roller coaster. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you know, because business has a lot of like ups and downs. And you I think I just started to learn to enjoy the ride because, you know, I'd be so excited to begin and if something happened, I'd be like, oh my goodness. And it was like now I just be like, all right, let me just be cool. It, it, be cool. none, none that's, that nothing that's here that serious. Somebody come, it's cool. Somebody leave,
0: it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> like,
1: everybody be like, just why y'all so chill? Like, man, I haven't seen so much stuff. That it's just hey, whatever happened, it's cool. It's cool. Ain't <laughs> hey, worried about it. We'll <laughs> figure it out as long as I'm still alive. We'll figure it we'll, out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure and I, it out. And I, and I think that that's helped me, and even in other businesses, because sometimes I'm like, man, well, I don't even feel like doing this, and, I'm, and then a month later, something turn around, be like, man, I'm glad I stayed around. Yeah, I could easily have, you know, closed the door. And and quit on it. So I think I think it's that. And uh, like you said, you start you you you're able to collapse and compress time on education and people because you meet so many people so fast. Right. I can size them up, and and I'm like, okay, I don't know you,
0: but I know somebody that was just like you,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and I've seen like
0: five of them. So I know where this is going. I know people just like like, you, so I know how to handle it. Okay. Yeah. You remind me of Steve <laughs> <laughs> You a Steve And yeah, that ain't always a good thing Yeah Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah so, Absolutely
1: But it, it teaches you more about people And I I, I think as of recently I didn't uh, I've learned I learned that I wasn't as empathetic As I needed to be mm. You know with people And like even um, With just like certain things With like depression and anxiety And, and, and I started really talking to people And I'm like it's you know, cause my initial thought was like, "Hey, man, that's the thing oh, stay Calm stay down. Yeah. I'm like, "Man, no, it's real, deal. it's real, yeah, it and is." Real. It took yeah. me a while to embrace that, and so there were parts of my earlier career where I probably could have done better had I understood it.
0: That anxiety is real, yeah. and um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a profound statement you just made. Yeah. As you get older and get more seasoned, you start to realize that. The young me would have been like, look, you get up on stage. Yeah. All right, 200 of us, you going first. Yeah. And you oh, we're all nervous. Shake it off. Mm-hmm. But then one of my friends almost like died. <laughs> Passed out. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's real. Like you're really, yeah, you're really, no, yeah. you're really afraid right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's come on, anything. don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah, about it. Man. I do the meeting. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it, it is real. And and what's funny, you say this, man. I want to plug this quick Netflix thing. I don't get paid for this. Mm-hmm. Social dilemma, man. Have you seen that? I haven't. Jay, social dilemma. Okay. Social dilemma. Watch it, man. Okay. Social dilemma is about how depression, and the reason I'm bringing this up, depression and anxiety, how these social media platforms have ramped this thing up so much to where it's changing the way we think and how we feel about ourselves. Hmm especially middle-aged girls. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. Yeah, yeah. But I, I watch it at least once a month just to make sure that this phone doesn't control me, hmm. followers don't control me, that stuff don't matter. How many comments I get don't yeah. matter. My lifestyle is not a depiction of how many shares I get. Right. Yeah. My um, followers is not a, um, a contingent upon my net worth. Mm-hmm. But social media and the mere fact that you—I'll give you one example. When you take your finger and scroll, they got that from the slot machine mentality where when you scroll, your mind automatically says something new is going to pop up and I can't wait to see what it is. So the engineers made it where when you scroll and your notifications pop, your endorphins automatically make you feel better that somebody sent you something, somebody commented on something you posted, somebody shared something you posted. Mm -hmm. So it makes you feel validated. Well, When you're dealing with young kids, when they don't get that reaction, they're not mature enough to be like me, like, I don't care if y'all like it or not. I just put it out there for those who want to see it. Mm -hmm. They go, no one likes me. Mm. No one shared my content. My TikTok is not going Mm. viral. Hers is. Mm -hmm. So they say um, comparison minus perspective equals depression. Comparison minus perspective equals depression. So kids are now getting more, forget kids, the, I brought this up real quick because you talked about depression, and it's real. Yeah, it is. People are getting more and more depressed these days, believe it or not, because they don't have the right perspective, right. and they're comparing themselves to somebody else's world. Yeah. When I was growing up, Jay, and you too, you you would be considered millennial, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Generation X. Yeah. Jay, we played outside. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We rode bikes. I I was I I mean we knew how to change the if the bike chain came out, we know how to put put it back on, on. we know how to oil it back up, make sure it get back on track. We know how to fix stuff. We didn't have a phone to let us know what Keisha down the street was even. I didn't even know her family was rich. Right. (laughs) Because we Keisha just cool, we just riding bikes or whatever. Now I I know who rich, who mom got money, where they going, who dad got money, where they Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting here looking at myself. So these kids are like, man, we ain't living like such and such. We didn't have that back in the day. We just appreciated and loved everybody outside playing. Yeah, that's true. So de- so what I'm saying, long-winded way of me saying, depression is real, yeah. but these apps and notifications watch Social Dilemma. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I don't get paid for that. Yeah. But it's all the engineers who developed this stuff telling you that they regret it now.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Google, Facebook, Instagram, former engineers telling you, had we known it was going to affect people like this, we would have did it different. Wow. It's deep. Yeah, it's deep. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That, 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 that's... that's I it's deep. It so check it out. It out. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's yeah. going to make you turn off a few of your notifications. Yeah? Yeah, it is. I turned yeah. off like 80% of my notifications. I am about
1: to say, I don't really have a lot of notifications yeah. on my phone because like literally, like one, I I literally post... And I I try to hop off. Yeah. You know, and if I'm on it, I'm just trying to pay attention like trends and stuff. What's like going that. on? And then I'm like, man. and Unless we run on ad. Yeah. Now I'm looking at <laughs> analytics. <laughs> those are different notifications.
0: <laughs> I like the right. ones right. make money. I need to know right. how my ad is performing. Yeah, but, but other like, than the, that, the
1: likes and stuff like that, it's just like, man, I, I'm not really concerned with that. But yeah. uh, But I think that does come from network marketing, man. Because like, man, I used, I you talk to ten people a day and everybody say no. You're right. You know what I'm saying so. It's just like like I think that's another thing and and will change from network marketing, but it's like. What, what the face to face rejection on the phone rejection and people just disappearing rejection taught me. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is easy because <laughs> you was in sales. Yeah, it was, it's like yeah, I was like okay, this is this is nothing. In fact, I think that's one of the things that made coming back to the industry easier because you know I had the the uh, telecommunications company mm-hmm. when I went through all that stuff and I came back to network. Market, i was like, oh, this is easy. Y'all ain't got to deal with half of the stuff you have. The stuff you dealing with in real sales. And, and uh, I was like, man, this is, you know, something, it's, especially what you can build here if you can get past the mindset of, like, the rejection and people saying no's and all this kind of stuff. Same thing with, like, social media. I actually think people can be really good at it if they stop worrying about what people think and how people are just, like, put out stuff that's true to you and, and improve on you and start worrying about everybody else and your time will come. Yeah. There's people that have millions of followers that get less engagement than people that got... Twenty thousand. Because now they've learned how I gotta stay
0: in touch and just put out what's true to me, and these people haven't adjusted. That's it, man. And and I don't care what anybody says. Harvard Business School, military—not knocking against our military. Uh, Harvard Business School, PhD, whatever. I will put my network marketing or a person who spends ten years in a network marketing successful training mm-hmm. organization and company. Yeah, that's the key—not just any company. Yeah, for but sure. a successful culture with successful training. You get at 10 years, I'll put that up against any experience on the planet. I agree. You will come out of that a sharp, more sharp, more appreciative, um, your, your level of gratitude, your appreciation for life, your understanding about money, your understanding yeah. about friendships, your understanding mm-hmm. about relationships, your frameworks, your compartmentalization, your, uh, your uh, perspective, your perception, your vision, everything will magnify by 10. Yeah. And that up to you what you do with that and take that further.
1: Yeah, that's dope. Yeah.
0: I got a lot of people in my organization, man. They're not even doing no marketing anymore, but they're millionaires because of what I taught them in that game. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people don't, they don't appreciate this personal growth, man, way better than the comp Yeah, it is. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. What is, like, because a lot
1: of times with these podcasts, I watch them and everybody's always telling me, like, the, the highlights, their success. And you share whatever detail you want, but, like, can you share with us, like, a, a, a challenging time or, like, what, the hardest time in your entrepreneurship career, but not just the time, but, like, how you got through it? Yeah,
0: I say this all the time People don't believe this But One of the most challenging things I ever had to do Was decide to break away From my mentor Hmm Yep We're still cool to this day I talked to him yesterday Oh wow okay But there was the most challenging thing I ever had to do Because Long story short Some Personal beefs Became Street beefs Became I mean became Network marketing beefs Became Street beefs Oh wow um, my house got broken into. Um, the only thing that they stole was my network marketing notes. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not funny. No, no, it's funny. Now it is funny. <laughs> oh it is funny. God, it's, that's, it's actually hilarious. Bro, that's you know oh the description. God. The description from my neighbor fit perfectly. My <laughs> former business partners, like height, weight, <laughs> the, the car. <laughs> you can laugh. I'm sorry, man. It's funny. <laughs> So they took your notepad. They took my notes. But you know, not not the electronic For, but for not a cast, serious networker. That's, that's it. it, it, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, hey, it's, you know your like, boy it's, that's $1 million. Dollars. It's like it's like uh what what did uh, Drake
1: say he had a lot of these? like if somebody found a Blackberry with the side scroll cuz it's like he had all his all, all his yeah, stuff. Yeah, I remember that. All, all his notes. His notes. Like,
0: but he had a big reward for it. again, Yeah, yeah. Exactly. but I
1: just had to go do it again. But yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, that, it's that serious. So, for y'all to understand, if y'all don't really take notes and really study the game or whatever you do, my, yeah. imagine somebody taking your whole notes. My whole catalog. Catalog of trainings,
0: ideas that you have. They stole and it's, it's gone. it. gone. Yeah. That's the only thing they stole. So, all roles pointed to some people that I had just fell out with. Wow. So, me being who I am, long story short, I made some calls and. Um, you know, I, I keep a couple of guys around me that don't care nothing about business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I made Thanks. some calls and um, you know, I had to uh-huh. let them know that it's been acknowledged and it's getting now it's getting elevated to another level. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, uh, they were very, very nervous at the next meeting they did publicly. Mm-hmm. And um one of my guys looked at me and said, Man, I don't know what it is, but some don't feel right in here, B, and I, cause I didn't tell them what we were going for, mm-hmm. and I was like, just, just chill out, just. I gave them what's called what I call plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't even know why y'all are here, cause if I would have told them why they were here, they'd have set it off. Mm-hmm. So I had to send a message that now we going from personal beefs to network marketing beefs. Now it went to the street thing. Mm-hmm. So cooler heads prevailed Nothing happened at the meeting. That was just my way of saying we in the building. If anybody got anything they want to say, they can say it. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time in my career that i said you know what things are starting to escalate so let me just spin off on my own and that's when i started back then i was known as the eighth wonder of the world mm-hmm. and i started eighth wonder enterprises yeah i remember that yeah so that, that's when a lot of people got to know so in retrospect it was the most difficult thing on the planet but honestly had i stayed under them my i probably wouldn't be brian bean right people would know me as the first lieutenant mm-hmm. you know third in command or whatever when I became Eighth Wonder Enterprises and started calling myself the Eighth Wonder of the world, and uh, to me, arguably one of the best trainers in network marketing, mm-hmm. people started rocking with me and viewing me as a independent. Yeah. And that kind of took my speaking career to another level outside of network marketing. Yeah. So that was very very difficult though because it got it got personal. Mm-hmm. It almost got physical. A lot of rumors start flying. Who broke up my house? Who would, who would, who would take your notes? People close to be saying, "Come on, Brian. I mean." Come on, man! The truck, them, the witness, the notes—it's them. Yeah. I'm like, well, I didn't see it. I don't want to roll up. Yeah. We slapped the wrong person. <laughs> we we get in trouble, this and that. So it was very difficult when those lines got blurred and it became a street thing. Yeah. Luckily, thanks to network marketing, I calmed down. Yeah. And didn't nothing like that happen again for twenty years. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: That's strong, man. I'm glad. glad glad you got through that. Yeah. I, I, you helped me with something probably within the last year because you know I've I, I talked about it on the show here before, but you know I was divorced like a year and a half ago and some change at mm-hmm. this point, and I was like, listen, it was at a point where it was like, all right, we either gonna have a terrible relationship, yeah, or you know we cordial. can have a, a cordial one, and yeah. I and I, I reached out to you because I know you know you and you know Makai and her, his his mom, like yeah. y'all not together, but I was like, bro, I gotta make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> Should I make this cool? Yeah, or should it just be everybody cuss to me for that? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, but I was like, I was like, how do you? Because I think it's important. I don't for for the, the the child. Yeah, right. But because it's like you see, you step, that person still gonna be in your life. And I, I don't know if you can speak to that, but I know there's
0: yeah. some people that are in that situation. And man, like, look, I can speak to that for sure. Look, I don't know people's personal situations, so I can't give you a blanket statement. But here's here's one generalization I can make. Mm-hmm. Even when me and Makai and his mom, me and Makai's mom were going through our thing. The one thing that stayed consistent mm-hmm. is the betterment of the child has to come first. Yeah. It's not about you, it's not about me. Yeah. We've decided we're not together no more. That's fine. Yeah. But if the betterment of the child comes first, it should relieve both sides of any egos. Pressures, um, um, arguments, disagreements, fights. As long as that's the case, we can always say, "Hold on, but what's what's best for the child?" Though, yeah, you know what I mean. And I mean, like, I'll be honest. I, I I even had to tell a couple of judges that <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what, what's what's best for the child? Though? I understand what you're saying, but what's best for the child? Mm-hmm. And and after a while, we just decided to throw all of them that were making it murky out of our business, mm. and let's do what we. Because think about it to all the parents. Who knows what's best for the child? Somebody in a the robe that don't live with y'all, don't know nothing. Yeah. And I'm not saying there ain't people out there who don't need the robe because mm-hmm. there's some yeah. people out there who need mm-hmm. the robe. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is if we got some common sense and some money, why can't we decide amongst us what's best for the child instead of a third party having to decide that? Yeah. So we went through that. Probably the best thing that ever happened because now... To me, he's the he's the coolest of them all.
1: Yeah, as soon as you walked in, I said, "Okay." Yeah, you
0: know, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice yeah, little yeah. swag yeah, on him. Yeah, I, I, he's the man, coolest. He's the coolest kid on the planet. He really is, and that's because he's got two level-headed parents that earn residual income. Money um, is not his problem, mm-hmm. and his his state of affairs and his upbringing was more important. Than our egos. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. Thing. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's strong. Yeah,
1: to, uh, you're one of my favorite trainers, you know, in the industry, and you've even helped me with like stuff as I was starting out as a speaker. And sometimes I even still call you now. I'm like, hey, man.
0: Yeah, tell me how we do
1: that thing one more time. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what's your process for like? I know we have some people that you know, maybe not know marketing, but they aspire to be speakers and stuff like that. Yeah, what's your process for? Developing and crafting a speech or a training, can you shed some light into your your thought process? Yeah,
0: for sure. So the first thing I do is, and I teach this in my in my speaker course. There are four types of keynotes. First, I decide which one I want to do. Mm-hmm. Right? You got what's called a numerical. You got what's called a chronological. You got what's called a storyteller, and you got what's called analogous. Mm-hmm. Those are the four that I coin, yep. in my personal opinion. You know, a, um, a a numerical is five ways to peak interest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Chronological is five steps to peak interest. Yep. There's a difference, right? Mm-hmm. First thing I do is decide what type of keynote I want to do. Yep. Am I going to tell a story that's going to bring it all back around to something? You're really good at that. Yep. I remember the painter. You yeah, know, yeah. man, Mr. Renoir. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I think yeah. that, was, that was early in the, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's what his name yeah, that was, yeah, yeah Mr. Renoir. Renoir. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. The painter, and you, you would take them on this journey and tell a story, but it had a point connected to it. Yep. My um, brand that I'm known for is my instincts training. Mm-hmm. I got about now, 24 different animals that companies hire me to come in and train on these animals. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll teach animal instincts and how if you had the X of an owl or the X of a mantis or the Y of a tiger, how you would be better in life and business. Nice. That's an analogous training. Yep. So the first thing I do is decide which one I want to cultivate. Yep. Then what you guys want to do is create what's called a funnel. Start wide. Mm-hmm and then come narrow, 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 thin, 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 and narrow it down to what the one thing you want them to remember when you leave. Yep. What experience do you want them to have, and more importantly, how how do you want them to feel when you're, when you're gone? Yep. So I start off and I put everything in the funnel, and then I narrow it down and make sure I get down to, okay, when they leave, if nothing else, they should remember this. Yep. So the first thing I do is define what keynote I'm gonna write, I got a million numericals. I got a million chronological. I got a million storyteller, and I got a million analogous. The last two are very difficult. You got to be experienced. Yep. The first two are what I teach my beginners, and then after that, we dump everything in the funnel, and then we end with the point that you want to remain standing. Yep. After a while, you can reverse the funnel. When you get really good, you flip the funnel upside down, and you start with a small point, and you end. (laughs) Like, this is what I want y'all to get. Right, yeah. (laughs) We're we're going to break that that down. Mm -hmm. Here's where I want you to start, and then we're going to break down how we got there. Mm -hmm. So after a while, you can flip the funnel. But that's my my thought process. Honestly, after a while, and people don't realize this, but it's true, um, I don't even write keynotes anymore. I get on stage... And pretty much have what I call codes in my head from me thinking about the keynote way before it's crafted. So, for example, I'll be on stage um, next month in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit down at night and write the keynote. I've been writing the keynote for the past 30 days. Right? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that comes from, honestly, me being an English major and having to cram a lot of information fast. Yep. You know, I would literally study for a vocabulary test and look at the words. And I just taught myself how to memorize all these definitions. Fifteen minutes before I go in here, and if, as long as you don't say anything to me, don't talk to me. <laughs> I can take the test with what I, for the photographic memory of looking at. Now I don't understand the words, mm-hmm. but I I know what I memorized on paper. Mm-hmm. So now, after a while, you'll be able to do so many keynotes that you won't have to write them anymore. I'm not saying I don't take notes. Yeah. For sure. What I'm saying is, I'm preparing for Vegas sixty days ago. Yeah. So when I get on stage, I've been I've been doing this thing in my head yeah. two months. Yeah. So that's how I do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's good. I what is it what does somebody say when it comes to speaking? It's like it's three types of speeches. The one you prepare the one you gave and the one you wish you gave. <laughs> <laughs> so you always gonna have you always gonna have those three and so yeah. I, think, I think it started like loosening me up as far as speakers because it's like bro no matter what happens I, every time you go back you're like oh man if I was through this point anyway, oh oh, you're gonna critique it I could, I could do this differently one thing I always tell speakers now is just always know how you're gonna start and know how you're gonna get out of it. for sure because I see some people I'll be like you're you are not have sh- you should've wrapped it Just leave, bro. (laughs) It was good. But because people don't know when to leave, they kept going and they start rambling. So, like, you know, for for the speakers, I think this is—I would go back and take notes on what he just said. Yeah. But— Simple too is like just start, you know what I mean. And, and no, I, I hate when people start like, "I've never done this before." I'm real nervous. First of all, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares if you're nervous. Right. Nobody cares if this is your first time.
0: Right. In fact, that ain't giving you no excuse. It ain't helping you. Yeah. In yeah. fact, yeah. now yeah.
1: We, we might want you out of here sooner because now right. you're telling us you don't know what you're doing. That's right. But so so just having a strong start and then just make sure you know how to get out of here. And anytime I get uncomfortable, and I'm like, okay, wait, just where are you go? I'm like, all right, you know, it's time to jump to the end, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to go down the rabbit I don't road. know what your definition of success is. <laughs> <laughs> your go-to clothes. That's it. And then, yeah. I, and then I'm out. Yeah. And I, I think that can, that can help a lot of people. And, and that's another thing that we marketing help with. Because it's like, man, you're doing so many presentations and talking so many times. Like, I feel like I got a Rolodex of trainings all day.
0: All day long doing to so, pick from. Doing so
1: many times. Yeah. You
0: know? My, you, you know, have your go-to. If you're a speaker and you're an aspiring speaker, have a go-to. You know, you might start off with one keynote that you can be hired for. Mm-hmm. Just one keynote. I'm known as the guy or girl who is... Um, tells this story yep. and and got this result. Have one keynote. Mm-hmm. I started with one animal. It was inspired by Jim Rohn with the ant. Yep. And I started studying other animals. And now I'm at about 24, 18 published, 24 in my head. Wow. I got six. I got six that I haven't released yet. So start with one keynote, and then from there you can start expanding and getting hired for different things. Maybe the same topic, but you'll be able to deliver it in different ways. Yeah. So here's what I tell the guys, man. Look, you're on stage or you're on the Zoom or whatever. You, you already have, again, network marketing, automatic edification because these guys are here to see you. Yep. So don't get up there talking about, you know, I've never done this before and this and that. Yep. As far as they're concerned, you're already on somewhat of an elevated platform because we, we didn't come to see them. Right. That's true. So your posture has to be one from the outset. These guys are here to see me. So, obviously, I'm a master of a subject matter that they're interested in. Mm. Don't worry about anything but giving the information that you have because it's something clearly that they don't know. So now all you can do is work on your improvement and your delivery. But all that anxiety—no, let me let me let me take that back. Anxiety is real. Anxiety is real. <laughs> yeah. But getting up there and admitting to it yep. is something that doesn't give you any brownie points.
1: Yeah. 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 It doesn't. Yeah.
0: It doesn't help you. Yep.
1: Yeah. And just give, give me those four types of—is tra- the four tra- training? Four types have, of keynotes? Yeah, can
0: you, can you yeah. say it one more time? Yeah. So you got numerical, mm-hmm. chronological, yep. a storyteller, and analysis. Yep. yep. And those last two are the most difficult. Yep. Um, the fir- when when you when me and you first met. Right, you were you were um, signing up for my speaker thing. Yep, we did. I don't know if you remember. I still remember. We did an analogous, and that, that's how yeah, I was I so impressed was, with was you. On the vision,
1: Micros- yeah, vision, was yeah, on vision. Yeah. And, you know, so I funny. was so impressed
0: with you because most people. I, I let you, I let you don't forget what you're about to say, but. I wouldn't start them off with no analogous. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do chronological. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. gonna tell me the five steps, yeah. you know? But you, we start yeah. off with microscope, telescope, yeah. binoculars, mm-hmm. and um, glasses. I think, and yeah. we did an analogous training on vision. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You know what's
1: so funny is I'm actually still building that training. So
0: yeah, literally, like as a leader, because you know I do a lot of
1: leadership training. Now, yeah. I was like, as a leader, you have to have two different eyes. Yep. Yeah. And one of them has to have a microscope, and the other one has to have a telescope. Telescope, yeah. One of them has to be able to look at the stuff close up, pay attention to the details. The other one, I can't be so focused on what's happening today. i got to still be able to look out. So I'm like, that's one that we started, I don't know. Ten years ago. Ten years ago, Pro- yeah, probably longer. More than, than that. that, yeah, yeah, it's probably longer than that. But yeah. at least ten, at least ten. And I'm like, I'm still still building on adding it. stuff to it and different it. And, and training on different parts of. Yeah. it. that's actually one I'm gonna be having up coming up soon. Come
0: on, man, just hey man, shoot me a plug. <laughs> no, no, I, I call it uh, expansion and contraction. Yeah, yeah, you know that's you know microscope telescope when we did that one, but expansion and contraction. Mm-hmm. You got to have enough contraction to focus. But you got to have a vision to expand. Yep. So we say the same things a different way. Mm-hmm. Anybody ever stole your content? Oh, all the time. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> <you might have laughs> yeah. Somebody's like, hey, man, you mind if I tell the story? I'm like, yeah, long you said you got to have justice. You got- <laughs> and they going to say it one, time. <laughs> one time. How, how do you feel when somebody don't give you credit for something you know you created? You you know does what? it bother you? Or is it humility? I, I mean, is it um, flattering? It's. It, it used to bother me,
1: right? It, it used to bother me even with clothing. It, But then I start realizing, man, like, that's, like, people knock off Gucci and Louis Vuitton and, like all the great things in the world, people are gonna take it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I, I, I've modeled stuff from people, and it took me a long time to be able to make stuff my own. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, they're just in their process where they haven't been able to, you know, tweak it. The only time I had an issue, one time, I, I told a story one time, I got off stage, the guy was like, man, that was good, man, I can't remember if you got that from me or if I got that from you. And I said, bro, you know you got that from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's not,
1: yeah, that's the deal. Let's, let's not do that. yeah. That- you, you definitely got to reach That But I said it. I was like, don't, that's not what i that to I definitely, I don't watch none of your videos. bro. No disrespect. But don't, don't do that. I, I didn't get that from you. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was guilt.
1: Yeah, that was guilt. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, no, it, it doesn't bother me. But, but it used to. It used to, yeah. Even if somebody takes the speech, or the words of the speech, they can't take the delivery. They, no. It, the, the way the way that you, you would deliver something, and even the way that I deliver something, is totally different. Totally different. And, and it's the experiences that you have that allows it to connect with people. Correct. And in fact, a lot of times, it's not even just the story that's really special. It's the way you led up to the stuff Correct. that got, there, got anyway. there anyway. A lot of people don't understand that. They'd be like, all right, let me just say this piece, and I think it's going to be great. And like, it, just, it, it didn't deliver yeah, the same.
0: Yeah. While Disney said the best, they can take the... Um, the thing, but they can never take the magic. Oh yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. why yeah. Disney said because somebody asked them, you know, what if somebody tries to do all these parts? Like they may be able to take the thing, but they'll never be able to take the magic. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think
1: the the twenty twenty two version they they can copy you, but the pace won't be the same. There you go. You know. There you go. So, I, I like, it. Go. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anybody you would never do business with again? You don't have to say their name. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right.
0: Absolutely. So, okay. So how do you, because. I mention names too. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I mean, it's, it's your show, but yeah, absolutely. It's, pre- it's people I would never do business with again. Yeah, yeah. yeah you ain't going to bite me twice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah. What, what does that, like, because for
1: me, like, you know, a, a big part of my forgiveness probably over the last six years was, like, I had to let go of a situation, a bad situation. The yeah. Business, but it allowed me to elevate. Like I respected you the, for that. The, the thing is, at, had I not went through that, Who's to say I would have propelled to where I am? So it's yeah. as, as as frustrated as I was by it, I'm actually grateful for it because mm. when I look back, I'm like, man, maybe had that not happened, I'd still be in where a similar place. T- so I'm yeah. like, in a sense, I'm actually grateful that, that even si- that situation didn't even happened. I still never rock with you in business. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> <a business. laughs> All right. But like what how do how do you how have you learned how to make those transitions when it's when it is time to move on? Man,
0: I went to therapy for this. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 this is
0: great. Going into therapy for this. Yeah. Because the way I was brought up, you just are who you are. Mm-hmm. Be nice to people, be kind to people, yeah. be true, yeah. be honest, and just deliver on what you say you're gonna do. Yeah. It like this stuff isn't hard. Mm-hmm. If I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. If I if I act with integrity, I expect you to do the same. Yeah. And I just thought I had about three or four incidents back to back to back where I was like, hold on. I'm either about to kill somebody. Or let me go talk to somebody because mm-hmm. everybody's not operating in the same yeah they don't um, capacity capacity that I am. Mm-hmm. So I was getting real nonchalant, mm-hmm. just like look, just cut your head off and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Cut your head off and keep it moving. Cut your head off and keep it moving. Next, 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 next. Because like the fact, the past four people, the. The past four people have shown me that integrity don't exist no more. Right. Then my therapist said, no, Brian, what you have to do is what's happening is this. You're becoming more and more successful and you want to share your gift with the world. But the truth is, the more successful you become, you need to make your circle smaller. Hmm. I was like, OK. Yeah. She was like, so I'm telling you. What you're doing is you're you're confusing personality with character. Wow. Everybody has a great personality, but only few a few people like you have excellent character traits. Mm. So I was confusing personality with character and I never forget what she said. She said right now there's a couple dating that's about to get married because they think just because they both love tennis, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you play tennis? Me too. Yeah, Let's like, get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's personality. Mm-hmm. But do I cheat when I play tennis? Right. You see what I'm saying? Did the ball go out and I'm, I'm acting like it did? See, see, we both might love tennis, and that'll get us into a relationship. But when I play tennis, am I trying to run the score up? That, that shows my character. Right. So... I had to start looking at people's character and giving that more weight than just your personality. Because I'm the kind of person, Justin, you know this. I like everybody when I first meet you. Yeah. I meet you, I like you. I'm like, you cool, I'm cool too. Hey, let's, let's do lunch, whatever. After a while I learned, man, I have, and I got this written down on a card to remind myself of this. I typically have more to offer people that I meet than they have to offer me. I agree. So... Why am I the one being so given and this and that when I need to at least make sure you're willing to bring something to the table, too? Right. I don't necessarily like that, to be honest with you, because yeah. I just because I, that's just who I am. Yeah, no, I've learned, bro. But, so, but hey, yeah. you you learn. <laughs> you know, and, and some of the stuff I never ran into because, you know, I was married. Yeah. But
1: it's, like, probably in the last year, it's, like, especially, like, it's, I've seen men flip, flip on somebody for, for a lady. I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa. Why well, don't even... Bro, I don't even care like that. Right, you got to switchable with me for your girl. <laughs> yeah. I, like, yeah, you know. What I'm, but I, I've seen that. I've seen it for for money. I've seen it for relationships. I've nope. seen it for. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't operate that way. Mm-hmm. But I, I I've learned that I, if I keep expecting everybody to operate the way that I operate, right. I'm gonna lose every. You're single gonna time. lose every time. So you I just okay, time. you know, that's how you operate. So I'm gonna let you operate the way you operate. You operate. And I and I can I can operate with you. Even from afar or close up, that's that's fine with me. This 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 guy, he's he's a white guy. He told me he said, "Justin, one of the things about black people in business is y'all feel like you have to like everybody you work with."
0: Mm. And, and, said, and white man said he that. Said, <laughs> I know. No.
1: He was like, "Cause listen, Justin," and he was in the music industry. Yeah, he's like, "I don't like half of the people that I work with. Ooh. They're just the best at what they do." Mm. He said, "I now, need to learn that." Now look, here is the thing: if you can get to like them, that's even better. That's bonus. But they're, like, just because I work with you. I, I don't have to go home and eat with you and you gotta come home with my kids. He's like, no, there's there's a line. We, it is a line. We work together and I was like, okay, I can I can appreciate that. And then I've also learned to just like let those relationships kind of develop into what the person wants to turn it into. Because I turn any relationship into Into the great. best thing going on. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, what you just said there, it was it's it's personality over character. Over character. Mm-hmm. And that's what sometimes people can can confuse the two.
0: Right. character should be over personality. It should, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. but you'll see the personality
1: but like, oh, right. well, you sweet. But you ain't really looking at the
0: character. Yeah. That's really more Because we haven't gone through enough stuff for me to see all sides of you. Wow. How do you act under pressure? Yep. How do you act um, when finances are low on your end? How do you act in public? How do you act when um, you got a, com- a personality conflict? How- yeah. See, all of that stuff. It's just like dating. Yeah. It's just like dating. Everybody shows you their representative. But now, how are you really... When things aren't as good as the first and second date, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It's just it's the same thing. So when I went to therapy, man, I came out of there a new person. I tell everybody when I'm on all podcasts and people talk to me, and I make sure I tell at least one therapy story because in our community, we act like we got it all together, man. Mm-hmm. No, man, go talk to somebody that's not going to judge you. Pay somebody for their professional opinion, mm-hmm. and you'll be surprised the burdens and things that'll be lifted off of you once you realize um, a good one. A good therapist, right? Yeah. <laughs> once you when, once you start putting some of those things, once you realize that a lot of this you can't control.
1: Why, why do you feel like therapy, especially for Black men, African Americans? Yeah. Yeah. is it's a thing of like, no, you, you don't talk about it. it? Yeah.
0: Because growing up, your grandmother told you that your uncle was crazy, <laughs> and he was in the bathroom, and he was. <laughs> So, so our 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 stigma is that everybody got a crazy uncle. Yeah. Everybody got so so the word crazy was kind of associated. And I'm being funny, but I'm serious. It's yeah. the, it's the things that were taught to us when we were little. Like just soak it up. Real man don't cry. Mm-hmm. You know, handle your problems. You know, don't go tell nobody your problems. Those things that were taught to you are the exact opposite of what you should do. Wow. Cry. It's okay. It's an emotion. Mm-hmm. If that's how you feel. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, some the most emotional times I get is when I'm on stage, yeah. right? I don't have no problem if my voice gets quivering and a teardrop. I don't mm-hmm. even wipe it. I'm like, let it go, Because <laughs> yeah. right? because you're reaching somebody. If I cry and something brought me to that point, I'm reaching somebody who wants to cry too. I'm just gonna do it first, and I'm gonna let you know that. I, and I don't wipe them. Mm-hmm. camera gonna be close and everything salt just running down my Uh, eyes (laughs) it's all good Mm -hmm. men are taught not to cry you showing weakness you're taught growing up handle your problems don't tell everybody your business and that's the exact opposite Mm -hmm. of what therapy is Mm -hmm. therapy is look i'm gonna tell you all my business now you tell me if i'm processing this right processing this wrong or help me organize my thoughts Mm -hmm. you know um and and I'm and I got to be vulnerable enough to tell that to a total stranger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But this stranger is is trained and qualified to give you a professional opinion, hopefully based on psychology yeah. and sociology, mm-hmm. not your friends that's gonna tell you something because half of them jealous of you anyway. Right. So I just think in our community it's just not talked about because it. To us, it's a sign of weakness. To me, it's a sign of strength. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 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 And it took me time to get there, too. Yeah. You know, it's one of
1: those things I was like, okay. Because I've actually had people that be like, yo, you should go talk there. i was like, first of all, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you need to go, you go ahead and go. You know what I'm saying? Right, but it's right. like, you know, like because, like, for me, I've actually cried on stage because I'm like, man, I've never talked
0: about this until this moment. Until this moment. And then you feel it. You be like,
1: ooh.
0: <laughs> ooh. Oh. <laughs> it's then, deep. You know, it's deep. It's you know, deep, and, and, yeah. and then you start to feel it. So uh, imagine if people like yourself, me, and other, like, influencers, mm-hmm. right? And, I, and I, I, let me rephrase. I use this term lightly. Mm-hmm. You, you're an influencer. Well, you know. I'm I'm, right. I'm influential. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean by that is <laughs> no but uh, uh, influ- what I mean by that is I'm, I'm messing with you because I'm so proud of what you've done Thank you, bro. you know just your you know uh, influencer is a person that you know these companies come and they pay you dollars yeah. to, to rip them alright I'm just, I'm influential people just listen to what I say and they, they buy some stuff but um, you know I'm waiting on offers from uh, you know polo but no seriously um, imagine if people who are as influential as us mm-hmm. openly said Therapy's okay. Yeah. How are you an influencer or influential when you're always trying to act like you got it all together?
1: Yeah.
0: That That's what bothers me about the internet and social media and some influencers and influential people. Yeah. Uh, the only thing you talk about is when things are amazing. Right. You never, you, you, okay, so you never want to admit that you had some therapy. Yeah. You you never. I think authenticity is in. Yeah,
1: it is.
0: Authenticity is in. But you still got some people who always trying to act like every moment of their life and not just now, but even back in the day was great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I tell people all the time. I made a million dollars. I lost my first million dollars. That's the first thing I say when people do my financial training or get my financial training. I'm letting you know I'm coming from a place where I lost a million dollars in my 20s. Mm-hmm. But fear stands for fail early and responsibly. So. I was young enough to make the mistakes, so you never had to make them. So now right. when I recovered, mm-hmm. I ain't made them I haven't made them since. Yeah. Right? But why aren't people afraid to say, hey, I lost a house. Yeah. I got divorced. Mm-hmm. I got, you know, I, I got whatever your situation. I've been incarcerated. I've been whatever your situation was. Mm-hmm. Well, let me take that back. People who have been incarcerated typically let you know that up front, because they have a <laughs> they have a redemption story, right? <laughs> <laughs> they have a story of redemption. <laughs> I love how people who have had addiction problems. You ever notice at some point they're gonna mention, you know, I'm I'm 13 days, yeah, I'm I'm good, mm-hmm. I'm I'm two years cool. People mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. I personally don't look at them no different. It actually gives them a stripe in my eye, yeah, you know. But influencers and influential people hate to admit, yeah, that talking to somebody or they went through something and that's okay. Yeah, so I'm just on I'm just on the campaign of hey let everybody know you ain't been all that Yeah, no, that's, that's real you know, yeah. it, that actually leads into to
1: my next question um too because I was gonna ask you what was like your biggest lesson when it came to money
0: um don't avoid <laughs> 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 when you get a tax notification mm-hmm. open it yeah okay mm-hmm. the biggest lesson I learned was because you gotta remember I was 19 years old yeah I'm getting 1099 money mm-hmm. at the time because I was a network marketer, you're trained. And you, when you come from not much and you start making five figures a month, you start thinking you've arrived. Mm-hmm. The biggest mistake I made young was not understanding the tax game on a Schedule C, which mm-hmm. is the most audited form in IRS history. They grabbed the Schedule Cs first, mm-hmm. also known as the 1040s. Mm-hmm. You get audited the most because they know you don't understand nothing about money, and you're not keeping no receipts, you're not keeping no records, you're you're claiming you're making all this money, and you haven't paid any taxes, so you're going to get audited the most. Mm -hmm. The biggest mistake I made young was not opening those IRS notices and then not understanding that really the 1099 is the beginning of your journey. It ain't the end. Mm. See, you ain't really rolling until you start getting paid on a Schedule K.
1: Yeah.
0: You see yep. now we got partnerships, now we're getting capital gains, now we're getting dividends now yep. so it, there's another level. you're not rolling until you got enough money to put into a trust fund, mm-hmm. right? Um, own nothing, control everything. yep. So when you start getting trust and passive income is different than residual income, correct? Yep. That's a different game. Mm-hmm. Early on though, my mistake was thinking, that, hey, man, this five figures a month, mm-hmm. I done made it. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I made it on the wrong form. Yeah, Not the wrong form. Yeah, I know Just, the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I made it in a way that is also very, you got to be held very accountable. Yeah. it's the biggest mistake. I also would have invested in real estate a lot sooner. Yeah. I would have invested in real estate a lot faster. Um, I'm the proud owner now of being Acres, 20 Acres. You've been there. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know what I'm 20. saying? It's an it's, it's, it's amazing project. I wish I would have started in the real estate game earlier so that I would have more equity with time. Now mm-hmm. I'm getting equity with dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's two kinds of equity, time and dollars. Had I started off younger, a lot of the properties would have equity based on time. Yeah. And now I'm doing equity now based on dollars, which is fine, mm-hmm. and, and location. So I just wish I would have started in the real estate game a lot earlier. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah. yeah. I
1: like that. Yeah, I think I think for me it was, uh, and I, I, you know I'm still young, but- just uh, not buying all the stuff you wanted to buy at the beginning, you know, because mm-hmm. when you, kind of what you said, when you don't come from a lot, when you start making something, you want to go do all the stuff you couldn't do when you didn't have a lot. It's, right. It's almost like when you, you're you not with your parents and you eat ice cream all day at your grandparents, Like, Look, I'm about to tear ice up. cream up. Yeah. And then you get sick of it, you're like, man, okay, I don't like that flavor no more because I ate too much. And it was like, for me, it was like, it was the Gucci's, the Louis. I'm like, man, this is fun. I never thought I could afford this stuff. Give me two of them. <laughs> but then you start get, you start saying, man, like, like kind of what you're saying. Like, I, I look back, you know, on some stuff. I'm like, man, I could have bought a house with that. Yeah. I could have did it. So, so as you start growing, you say, okay, look, let me be more intentional right. about my spending. How I'm spending money, mm-hmm. why I'm spending money. Even with, like, the, the studio here, I was like, okay. I was actually about to buy another car. I ain't gonna lie to you. Right. But I was like, okay, you know. <laughs> do I need three? Do I need four? Do I, do I need, let, me, let me invest into you know something that I could provide more value. It could become another you know business maybe one day. But absolutely, at least at least get more impact. And that was a di- I wouldn't have made that decision seven would've, years ago. Man. Absolutely, absolutely. May, probably maybe not even five years ago. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, I, I probably would have got the car. Yeah, but like at this point, I'm like, nah, we gotta make wiser investments and things that can continue to, to add grow. something because then at some point these things that you're building can go still do those things absolutely do yeah because it's it anyway they're
0: gonna be there yeah. they're gonna they're gonna be there i went i went this weekend and looked at 13 additional acres wow you know you would you would think like man you're doing bean acres you're building an amphitheater i'm building tree houses i'm it's on the water yeah and i went and looked at an additional 13 acres wow. just to make sure that just to make i, I want to stay sharp stay aggressive Keep my options open. Mm -hmm. Um, Always have more land or abundance than necessary so that I can create opportunities for other people. There we go. You know what I mean? So... You did. I mean, you don't know this. You don't need to hear me say it, but of course you did the right thing. The car that you want is going to be there. This right here will provide the value necessary for you to go get the car. Yeah. So create the asset first. Yeah, for sure. you know what I mean. And, and look at you, man. Thank One you more friend. time, man. Let me, let me just ask you. You're not a Browns fan. We only got that because it's orange. Yeah, right? just, okay. Okay. <laughs> just the bread. Okay. I'm a Colts fan. Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah. No. I actually thought about getting,
1: I'm gonna probably get run to play put on there. Okay, Matter yeah. Fact,
0: I could do that now. I
1: got, yeah, now I got some, some,
0: something I can put on there. Yeah. But man, I, I was like, I got to. I, I said, okay, it's orange because we're yeah. not doing the brown. No, no, no. Shout out to Cleveland. Like, <laughs> hey, Deshaun Watson, let's make it happen. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he paid his. He'll pay his time and then he'll be back. He'll be so back. Everybody gets a, a what do you call it? A, what kind of story is that? Uh, Redemption. Redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. Any? Okay network marketing in business and life in my opinion is like the relationship game yeah mastering a relationship game you're really good at relationships is there anything that you've done consistently or are you like man this is something I do consistently to make sure I maintain relationships with people
0: yes and and see again part of me loves this and part of me I'm not going to say hey I don't like this about myself yeah I text three people on the way here and just said. Hey, just checking on you. Haven't heard from you in a while. Everything good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that people do that to me. Now they <laughs> might, I don't I, they, they let me take that back. They check on me. But put it this way. The people I be checking on, they check, right. <laughs> checking on you check on yeah, me. Yeah, I, hey, be you good. Let's, mm-hmm. let's hang out. Let's ride yeah. the four-wheelers. Let's mm-hmm. ride ATVs. Let's yeah. hang out. But I just make sure you gotta understand, I lost my father in 2020, February 1st. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you lose somebody, it, it, I, I, actually, I've lost quite a few of my friends, unfortunately, recently. Not COVID or nothing. i would had just a stretch this past year where I lost um, two of my best friends from middle school. My father passed in 2020. So you start to realize how precious life is, mm-hmm. and then you don't want to have any regrets. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just reach out to people. Hey, just checking on you. You good? Mm-hmm. you know So I make sure that when I think about a person, reach out. Mm-hmm. Whereas I used to prolong that stuff, yeah. you know what I mean. I will check on them; they yeah. good. We we'll check on Facebook. No, social media is not. It's Starting to sound like I'm anti-social media, right? This whole <laughs> thing, but but no, it's it's um social media is not checking on a person just because you're looking at their photos and they look okay. Mm-hmm. We've all learned that that don't mean nothing. Yeah, I, I, I text three people literally and just say you good. Ain't heard from you in a while. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is just make sure that the lines of communication are open so that we can always um experience different things. Whether it be business ventures, you know, JV's, affiliate, Mm -hmm. or nothing but dinner and conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. I value new relationships just as much as I value my old ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. When I think about a person, I reach out immediately. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that's good. That's a good tip. Yeah.
1: I always try to give people just, like, a different play when it comes to relationships that they may not have. Yeah. You know, that that they may not be doing.
0: Um, Yeah. You're one of the best I've seen. You're one of the best I've seen at building and maintaining relationships. I appreciate that. I mean... If you haven't done this, you gotta tell the story. You sent Jamie Fox some shoes. Mm -hmm. Have you? Do everybody know that? (laughs) To me, to me, that was the that was the play. I was like, you sent him some shoes Mm -hmm. because, and what did that do? Next thing you know, y'all friends. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I'm like Jay. No, he good at maintaining good relationships. Um, Me and you met, and then you introduced me to a mutual friend Mm -hmm. that I have no respect for. (laughs) None now at all. None. You know, no respect. But it didn't hurt me and you, right? Because you're the kind of person that's like, okay, that didn't work, but that ain't got no reflection on me and you. Whereas I'm like, like I'm like, look, I came in with Jay, I'm leaving with Jay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't have to respect who you introduced me to, but you were able to see who's real and who's fake. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you have always been good at maintaining great relationships. And well, so what, let me. I mean, this ain't my podcast, but what do you do? Who?
1: Yeah, I think I think it's some of the things you you said. I think you always have to be just. Aware, it's like it's almost like you dating somebody. Like you pay attention to stuff without them saying it. Like it's like okay, I can see that could be a need, or I can see that could be something. Because I like when I was with Jamie and his guys, I heard like that he was just like, man, really, people don't really do that much for him. Because a lot of times, I think, you, you, think you, get you would assume that. What people do just do stuff for people, and then and I, I actually ended up doing something for his manager too because I was like, he was like, man, don't nobody ever do anything like people sometimes do stuff. They don't never do nothing for me, but I was like, I didn't do it for any other reason, just like y'all, just like I just wanted to sow into Just gesture. yeah, yeah, put out some good, um, you know, energy, energy. and uh, I think I try to do that a lot. um Checking in. But just being intentional about like following up, like really following up, sitting mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. and uh, just I think it goes back to just really caring about people. What I've learned, Brian, this was a hard pill for me to swallow. Is like when you're building relationships, you got to be okay being a better friend to people than they are to you. Mm. Yeah, mm.
0: that's basically what it boils down yeah. to. And mm-hmm. I think I I, I, I think you can tell I'm having a hard time. <laughs> Because the thing is Yeah, like yeah, yeah And that's okay Yeah, yeah. And, and my mom has it
1: sometimes too and I, and I even try to work on this work And she'll always call And she do And it's like she, I can tell she's like Man, nobody does that for me mm. And then I'm like But at the same time Typically people aren't They're not going to Most people only care about themselves
0: Dang, that's so, deep yeah. yeah
1: And so this that, And that's sometimes It gets me frustrated Because there's times I've heard stuff Where people tell me something Somebody said And I'm like Dang, really? I would've never did that I would've never did but, that But um, I understand That's how you can operate Right but have what I've learned is not to allow that to change how I am with people mm. because I'm, in general, yeah, in
0: general, right. You may I'll, tweak I'll, that person. Yep, yeah,
1: I'll tweak that. Okay, cool. But I, I understand d- that. it doesn't become
0: your new worldview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I got you. Actually,
1: matter of yeah. fact, what's funny is like my course that that I built is based on how to build and manage relationships mm. in business, um, because somebody else said, "Bro, you're really good at. It. You should really think about what you do." And so yeah. I literally, put down a whole bunch of things that I've done over the last. 15 years that I do consistently to help grow relationships and then just giving it time. Yeah, that's you know, dope, man. Yeah, 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 I appreciate that.
0: Bro. No, that's good. I, I, I've noticed that and it's intentional and you're great at it. Yeah, and you're I great at it. it. Yeah, yeah, no question. I'll, uh, I know we got to wrap up.
1: Always oh, anybody come on the show, man. I, I think that's a good segue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, hey, <bro>. good? <laughs> this transition. <laughs> everybody come on the show? Then I got one more question for you. Okay. I always like to like, just give them something because like, you didn't have to come here and um, it, it's, it's, I, I'll grab it for
0: you. Bro. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. we come bearing gifts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, so. hey, man.
1: This one is a book. I just, I've been liking this book a lot lately. Um, Speed Trust. Okay. I've been sharing that one a lot. Nah, hey, now, I know you yeah. got Bean Acres. Oh. You got your tent. You know what I'm oh, saying? You you,
0: you you, see, you see what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I said, <laughs> said You yeah, know, you're going to have people come into so this, this seat, uh, sleep eight, six people. C- come on, said, man. about nine dome tents, so I just figured,
0: oh, man. You know, you know, people come out there. Did and I sleep. tell you it was okay to cry? <laughs> <laughs> didn't I? Didn't I'm it's okay to cry, man. So, oh, I got to start bearing gifts. Yeah, hey, dude. man, the speed of trust. You read this one, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah.
1: Actually, I'm, I'm reading it now, so I've been sharing it. David actually shared it with me. Yeah. It, it talks about, like, some of the stuff we talk about, like, trust in business, trust in relationships, and trust in your service. It's a lot of different stuff, so I'm, this like, is halfway stuff, through man. it. good I
0: came empty-handed, to... and I'm leaving with gifts, yeah, man. Yeah, no, it's it's just, okay to cry, y'all, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> let, it, let it fly, man. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, man. No, I appreciate, you, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. This is going to be a billion acres. You know, you better believe. I've learned a lot out there, man. Yeah. One thing is, never leave your tent up through the snow. St- <laughs> <laughs> so, this one will be well taken care of, way better than the one I had before. Yeah. Uh, cats got in it, raccoons, foxes, and all kind of stuff. God, I thought I could just leave the tent up. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm not outdoors, man. But I'm learning a lot. But no, this will be great, man. We're going to start doing some things. Yeah. Cigar night. Wine night. There we go. NFL football on the big screen. Uh. Um. Playing games by the pond, tent night. So this is perfect, man. There yeah, we go.
1: Yeah, yeah. For the people that don't know where to find you, can you tell them where to find you um, and then anything you want to share with them about businesses, speaking, whatever?
0: Yeah, for sure, man. I'm Brian N. Bean. B-R-I-A-N-N is my middle initial, so you're going to have two N's, right? B-R-I-A-N and then N, as in never ask me what N stands for. Mm-hmm. Bean, B-E-A-N-E. I'm Brian N. Bean on all platforms, okay, right? Good. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Brian N. Bean. Um, the main thing right now that I'm promoting is my ABCs mm-hmm. of wealth. Okay. I, like I literally I take you through 26 lessons they never taught you in schools. Like and it's about money. We, we learn the alphabet. We learn our ABCs, but nobody taught you the ABCs of money. I like it. And ABCs of wealth. So look for that being promoted on um, all the platforms, including YouTube, including Facebook, including Instagram. And I'm even starting to get my TikTok on. I yeah. see you on TikTok, man. I, hear, man. I see you, I see, I, I see you, I see you, I see your, your reels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah They're starting to pop up. Yeah. And um, uh, even on TikTok, Brian and Bean. So look out for the ABCs of money. Okay. I need you on the Instincts Podcast. Yeah. I need all yeah. y'all to go to, to theinstinctspodcast.com and make sure you guys opt in and, and join our podcast. Um, our database, The Instincts Pondcast, because it's shot out on the pond at being acres, P-O-N-D, cast.com. And make sure you guys join the database. And I'll be giving you guys, if you, what, in the, what, what coupon code you want to give? I'll give them a discount on the money series for you. Uh, run the play. Run the play. Run the play. Run to All right, cool. Yeah. If, you go, if you go to TheInstinctsPondcast.com or any of the social media platforms, and in the coupon code you put run to play, I'll get them a discount on ABC's Money. There we go. Is that cool? That's a partnership, man. Hey, it's got to be reciprocal, man. I I appreciate it, man. Well, listen, guys, that's another episode.
1: Y'all just heard from my guy, Brian Bean. He gave you some top plays when it comes to business, relationships, building, like, just talking about building yourself so you can build a business. Appreciate y'all for jumping in. Y'all got some plays. Now go run it. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to to runtheplaystore.com, get your official run the play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's run the play all across the world. Are you ready? We're gonna run the play. Do you know what it's
0: like to To come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like? Every day fixing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. do you know what it is like growing up broken the most but still being devoted the most
1: do you know what it is like yeah